Okay, welcome everyone. Wow, it's been uh, quite a long time, hasn't it? Um, I feel like it's been a few years since last time I showed you. Four weeks. Four weeks? Ah, oh, that's what you were saying. <laughs> okay. Uh, so every time I uh, do the preliminaries with you, I seem to uh, linger in them a bit longer. So uh, the intention is to, I want you to really appreciate them, I want you to really have a sense of them. So when you take them home, you can have something to uh, reflect back on to, so you can know what, you, what you're looking for okay. when you're doing the preliminaries. And, and, and every time after I drag you for a long time in the preliminaries, I have to tell you, you don't have to make them this long when you're at home. Okay. So, but they're very, very important to uh, determine what kind of meditation you're going to have, or, or whether or not you're going to have any experience of something that you can call a meditation. Well, it completely depends on how you handle the, the, the preliminaries. And the preliminaries can become, to a, you can get to a point where you just have just the sense of the different points and just go through the sense of them. You don't have to go through building them up every time that you do the preliminaries. As, and if you, uh, and the reason that, and I didn't do that today, but the reason that I ask you to, uh, I ask you sometimes to really take some time to feel when, you were, when we are at the last moment, the last part of the preliminaries, when I ask you to really be aware of what's going on, to be aware of, the, of that state. So that's the goal of the preliminaries. So if you're able to bring yourself to that point uh, after, after some time of, uh, uh, of a practice, you're able to bring yourself to that point just by thinking of it, then there's no need for you to go through all the steps of the preliminaries anymore. So you've reached the point where you, you've reached the goal of the preliminaries. So you can start your meditation from right there. <coughs> uh, so since today is uh, it's not a Buddhist holiday, but <laughs> it's uh, I think everyone everywhere uh, so far have taken up this holiday as uh, their own holiday. So so it, it becomes everybody's holiday now. So since it's Christmas Eve. <coughs> And uh, I, I think what it has become it has become somewhat like the holiday of the spirit of giving, the spirit of generosity. Okay. So I thought perhaps we could do uh, a meditation on the four immeasurables. Okay. There are uh, well, just to list them, immeasurable. Uh, compassion, immeasurable love, immeasurable joy, and immeasurable uh, equanimity. Okay. In 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 uh, in Tibetan Buddhism, they usually sometimes they begin with immeasurable equanimity, but in the Theravadan tradition, immeasurable equanimity is considered to be a state of mind that is so close to deep state of meditation is it's considered to be something you do at, at the end because you build up the capacity to get to get to immeasurable equanimity. Okay. 
<coughs> so we are gonna begin, we are gonna sort of we're not even gonna go to any particular order. Okay. We're just gonna go to wherever our mind goes to and then go to the next whatever next we want to pick up. So since uh, the order is not so fixed that every tradition sticks with it. That means you can mix, mix, mix them however uh, uh, works for you. So immeasurable compassion, immeasurable love, immeasurable joy, immeasurable equanimity. And um, partly because each one of them deals with a particular, uh, uh, particular affliction. So if any one of the, if the affliction that they deal with happens to be the affliction that might be stronger in your mind, you might just begin with that. A compassion uh, counters uh, uh, ill will, the tendency to dislike and be angry. Uh, 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 love counters, interestingly enough, attachment. And uh, joy counters uh, jealousy. And equanimity, uh, well, it, just by its name you can tell what it, what it, what it counters. It counters uh, discord, it counters the sense of being off balance mentally, emotionally. Okay. So if, any, if you have any one of those uh, uh, afflictions sort of stronger than the other, then you can begin with, with the one that is the, uh, sort of like the antidote for that. Okay. Now the way you begin... So, uh, so compassion focuses on suffering, love focuses on happiness, joy focuses on, on happiness already gained, and equanimity uh, focuses on equality for uh, that all these things, happiness, lack of suffering, and the ability to keep the, whatever level of happiness you have, and, and a sense of... Uh, 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 I, I, I say a sense of balance and peace uh, or I think uh, the term that people use in the uh, spiritual or religious or new age kind of tradition is being centered okay? a sense of being centered so no matter what's going on around you you're always centered uh, and I would, ex I would ex explain it express it in a, in a more psychological way in a sense of being able to maintain, not, being dis not becoming dysfunctional because of what's going on around you. Okay. So there can be extreme, extremes of joy or extremes of pain uh, in your environment or in your mind, and yet you're able, to you're, you're able to maintain your centeredness, you're able to maintain your balance, and not become dysfunctional. Okay. So that's uh, with the immeasurable uh, equanimity. So the, the, what it focuses on is just equality. Okay. Uh, the, the, within the Tibetan tradition, there's a nice formula that's sort of being uh, has been developed to uh, uh, to to think and to get the mind to get into those states of immeasurables. It's so how wonderful it would be. May it happen. Bless me, so, so it can happen, and I'm determined to make it happen. Okay. So these, so these are that, so that these are the things that you're gonna go through when you're when you're with your mind. So with suffering, you're gonna say, I wonder if it would be, you begin with yourself, okay, and really think about something that you, some, 
always make sure when you're meditating it deals with something that is relevant. Don't think about abstract suffering. Don't think about, about the suffering of the gods in the th realm of the 33. Okay? <laughs> think about the suffering that you're going through. And then extrapolate from that. And then think about how wonderful it would be if you were free of that. How wonderful it would be if others were ex experiencing the same, were free from it. And then you can start thinking about other kinds of suffering that either you experience, that no longer experiencing, or just other suffering that you've heard about. Okay? And then maybe when your mind gets to the suffering of the gods of the heaven of the 33, it won't be an abstract. It won't be just some, some uh, um, no, your mind no, no, distracting itself. It will, be a, it will be felt the same way when you think about your own suffering, that you have a true concern that enjoys suffering in some way. Okay? And it won't be an escape also. So, I wonder what it would be if you were free of, and, and list the suffering, but don't say just the general term, suffering. What suffering are you talking about? Okay. I wonder if it would be if you were free, free of it. I wonder, uh, may you be free of it. And the teacher above your head has the answer, so may you be blessed to be free of it. And then, be determined to do what it takes to be free of it. Okay. And what you're being, uh, uh, praying to be free of is not only the suffering, but the cause that leads to having that suffering. Okay. The, so it, uh, you can think of the cause in terms of an action that you will do later to bring about this, uh, this kind of suffering, or the potential that is left in your mind to experience the suffering further, okay. in that sense. So it's the, 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 the manifestation and the seeds for that manifestation. That, that's what you will be focusing on for all of them. Okay. So that's the general formula. So the first one, compassion is suffering. You begin with yourself, and then, and then think of someone else. Think of what suffering that they're going through, that they've talked to you about, that you or that you've seen, and then wish it. Have, and have the wishing be strongly felt the same way you, it, it, you felt it for your own self. And then when you get to all beings, it will be the same thing as saying, "May I be free of it." It will not be another abstraction. We're not be thinking that may Brahma be free of whatever, you know, maybe his uh, television broke or something and he's, and he's suffering and you can understand and you, and, okay, don't let it be that abstract, okay? Because suffering is real. <laughs> right. So, the first, uh, uh, the, for love, you think about happiness and think about things and don't worry about whether it's, uh, pure or impure uh, uh, happiness, just think about whatever happiness you feel you, you, you find yourself drawn to. Perhaps uh, in the beginning you think of this particular object will bring you happiness. So, okay, may you have this thing, so you can experience that happiness. And then, then you can let your mind go to uh, just the happiness in a, in a, in a uh, just for the, uh, without any without any object to bring that happiness. Uh, did I confuse you? With that no. Okay, good. Because I almost confused myself. <laughs> so, but the happiness. So, if 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 somehow there's this obsession in your mind that I'll be happy if I have a. Uh, let me see. A computer. A computer. <laughs> The Apple 24-inch <laughs> <laughs> laptop, 
the the weight of a of a piece of fa uh, piece of paper or something, and then you know all the buttons, you know everything's shiny. You think that somehow you're obsessed with that idea, you can't get rid of it. Okay, you so say may you have that Apple 24-inch lightweight uh, uh, computer with the battery never ends. <laughs> okay. So it's to make it, and make that a wish. May you come to have it, and then that your mind will will wander to. Oh, I also want uh, uh, that program. I also want. Uh, oh yeah, it would be nicer because to to have that uh, to put that on a nice desk that I saw. Or oh, that it would be nice to have that desk in that house. It would be nice to have that car, that kind of car, <laughs> so I can get to that house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So let your mind go with all those things, that, 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 because it, it thinks those things will make it happy. So it, so so you can really get to that point of just happiness, without having necessarily having those things. But go through that, and then let your let your mind now think about others, in the same way. And you, the thing is, you want to get to a genuine sense of wanting happiness and wanting others to be happy, and begin with what's very close to you. Okay, if for some reason right now. You're obsessed with. I wish I had Indra's flute. Then, okay, wish, wish. I wish I come to have Indra's flute. He has a flute. No. Never mind. <laughs> if that's if that's what's really close to you, what's really relevant to you, then begin with that. Okay. Uh, so the the manifestation of that happiness and the cause of that happiness. So you're gonna make a, a wish for that, and may 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 come may comes to be that you're. Uh, have the cause and the manifestation. May the teacher bless to have the cause and manifestation. May whatever it is that you need to do, may you come to be able to do it. Okay. Now, uh, wh when it comes to yourself, at the last part, you think, may I come? May I? May I engage on that path that will lead to that to that result? And when it comes to others, the only uh, the only thing that you wish for is, may I? May I become able to be able to help them get? get to that. Okay, so uh, it's a way of, of holding on to the Mahayana ideal. So may you become a perfectly enlightened being so you can help other so you can help beings become free of their suffering, become free of the cause of suffering, help beings come to have happiness and the cause of happiness. And help beings to hold on to whatever happiness they have and not lose it. And then the last one for everyone to have a sense of the uh, equanimity, the way uh, it makes it feel less abstract. Because sometimes when we think about equanimity, the mind might tend to go to some abstract state. So think of what, uh, centeredness, so that whatever is happening around them, not, they don't become dysfunctional. They don't lose. The, they don't lose the control. Think of it uh, also where they uh, live at peace. With with their neighbors, they don't have any animosity. They don't have any. Uh, they're not too close. Uh, they don't have any attachment in terms of relationship with some people, where they're willing to kill themselves or kill others for that, or they have any sense of animosity towards others, where they where they uh, sense of willing to uh, up to the point where they uh, <coughs> will engage in war to get rid of to get rid of them. Okay, so equanimity has to do with all those things. Equanimity with just a sense of centeredness, where you're not pulled too much by attachment, and you're not pulled, you're not pushed away too much by aversion. 
Okay, you are in the center. Okay, and and you, you you can say they have an equal sense of compassion and love and joy for others' happiness. Whoever whoever is in who, uh, they encounter, whether it's their friends, their close one, or even just their neighbor. Okay, so that's the uh, the, the for equanimity. All right, so. Since it's around the time of Christmas, so you can, uh, that will be a good gift to give yourself. And if you, uh, and if you, or if you have a true sense of taste of compassion and love, then that's a gift for others also. Okay, that's the highest gift you can give others to love them, to have, to have, have compassion for them. All right. So, rewind, review. <laughs> compassion focuses on suffering. Love focusing on, happi on happiness. Joy focuses on happiness that is already gained. And equanimity focuses on centeredness. And the formula, how wonderful it would be that, that they're free of the cause, and that, that uh, focusing on the cause and manifestation, how wonderful. Uh, the second step is may it happen, strongly wishing for it to happen. And the third is to beg your guru, your teacher, the, the, uh, to, to make it happen, to bless you to make it happen, to bless so, so it can happen. And the last stage, may you make it happen. Okay, so that's it. Ready? You can begin. <laughs> to entice your mind a little bit. Uh, have developed, having developed, if you're able to develop these four immeasurables, it is the only protection for the mind, for you. I mean, actual, I'm not talking about abstract protection, I'm talking about real protection. Okay. Protection from other human beings, Protection from yourself, okay. protection from karma, <coughs> and while you're settling into the posture, last enticement for the mind. <laughs> If you're uh, able to absorb yourself into this, into any one of these, you can enter a, situ a, a situation, environment, and pacify things. The arhats in the time of the Buddha used to do that. They would go to market, and before they go to market, they enter into this meditation, so that when they go there, wherever they go, people feel a sense of peace. So people don't are not uh, enticed to engage in arguments. Okay. All right. 
So we call that measure of equanimity, a measure of tranquility. And let the vivid recollection of it infuse your present state. As soon as you have the slightest taste of that tranquility, help stabilize it by observing five cycles of breath. First begin with your own situation before you go to others. And don't pass judgment as to what's worthy of being true suffering. Even if all you're concerned about is discomfort in your toe.
see the teacher above your head as being the perfect embodiment of these immeasurables. <laughs> and you wish to become inseparable with the teacher. And having become inseparable, you will yourself embody those four immeasurable sentiments. Whatever situation you find yourself in, you will be calm and centered. Have a true sense of concern for others' welfare and a motivation to do something. And whatever happiness others have will only make you happy. and again finding that measure of conviction that the teacher dissolves into a point of light into your heart center and they are completely merged with your mind and I firmly affirmatively Hold on to that realization that you have become inseparable. And let us let this, the lights emanating now from our heart, which are the very sentiments of compassion, love, equanimity, and joy. Let them go out to all corners of the universe, touching every being everywhere, and bringing those sentiments into their own minds. So the striving can end. And let's now do a specific. Let us go to a particular point, a particular place on the planet where there is a lot of suffering, much more than other places. And let us think particular specifically of that place and let infuse that place with the light emanating from our hearts infusing everyone there with those sentiments so that they become free of those troubles problems and suffering and again, happiness 
can think of the first thing that you want to like to have. completely offered to someone else and let it go but you no longer want it anymore because you've given it away the merits of this meditation bring your attention back to the breath and through the breath Slowly become aware of the body again, starting with the top of your head, deliberately, consciously be aware of the top of the head, along with the breath, and include more and more of your body until you are aware of the whole body, from the top of your head to your toes. Thank you.